Welcome to another episode of Be Now. My name is Aria, and today I'm sitting down with Bass and Damien. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Aria. Very, uh, very happy to be here to uh, discuss uh, film and mental health uh, on your podcast. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my name is Damon. <laughs> Damon. I know I butcher your name every time okay. I say it. But now we're even. <laughs> Damien. Yeah, yeah. I've been called Damien a lot growing up. But Actually, uh, uh, <laughs> Aria is not the only person who who thinks your name is Damien. Who else? Ryan, who you've known for about three or four years, always refers to you as Damien. Yeah. Rather than Damon. Is that a Rian? <laughs> that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get it back. Uh, so um, yeah, so what I'm excited about for this chat together is because you guys are movie buffs. Uh, I'm not so much of a movie buff, but I do, you know, like uh, most other people, <laughs> appreciate a good movie. And I just I just pretend to be a movie buff. Yeah, <laughs> all I do is watch Marvel movies. Yeah, uh-huh. and so, then, uh, yeah. so what is your favorite movie of all time? Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, I think most people would struggle um, yeah, to, 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 to give just one. Um, but, you know, I've thought about this in the past. And if I have to really narrow it down to one, it comes down to the one movie which I could rewatch over and over again and still find it entertaining, which is Back to the Future, Back part to one. The future. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's just, um, I think it's, I think it's as, as, close to perfect that a movie can be actually mm-hmm. um from you know like character uh character development storyline um something for everyone kind of like family entertainment but with that element of of, of sci-fi um mm-hmm. and kind of you know the, the the unreal sort of concept um of, of time travel and how much fun it can be! Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's Back to the Future, Back to um, the future. and, it's, and it's an almost cool perfect movie. movie. Yeah. It's a cool movie. Mm. Um, I watched the second one before I watched the first one. Oh dear, we that must have been we confusing. We didn't have the first one on tape. <laughs> watched the second one a fuck ton a lot on VHS, and then we had the third one as well. So I watched the third one, and the first one was just something I hadn't really seen. Maybe I'd seen it once, um, but couldn't really remember it. But um, I mean, I'm a bigger fan of the second one. But yeah, I think most people are. It's great. Hoverboards, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, He's got a hoverboard. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, did you have a different movie? I do. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I re- about one year ago, I wrote a top hundred movie list, Ooh. like my all time like favorite top hundred movies. I mean, I'm sure that could change like very easily this year. I've watched watched a bunch of good new stuff. Uh, my favorite film of all time, actually, um, it's the same. Uh, same as my uncle, when my uncle got me into watching movies, uh, 2001 Space Odyssey, mm. uh, the Stanley Kubrick movie. Same as Vaz, it's something I could watch mm. again and again. I've watched it a bunch, maybe five or six times. And yeah. just every time, you know, I'm always... detail comes up. Uh, yeah, I mean, you understand it more and more, I guess. I mean, it's kind of one of these movies where you're not really supposed to get it, but you do feel like actually there is... Some this does make sense. And even if it, you know, it doesn't need to... Um, but it's just so beautiful and just sucks you in and it's just such a cinematic experience and so many every sci-fi movie after 2001 is in its shadow like 
hmm. is influenced by it. I mean, like, all, tries yeah, to copy almost it even. every like, sci-fi movie. Yeah, yeah. Right? The last Force one we influence. showed, Ad Astra, there was just scenes in it as well. This is so 2001. Mm. Mm. And it still mm. looks great today, despite it being over 50 years old. Mm. So speaking of which, uh, so you guys have a movie night here every in Berlin House every Wednesday night, right? That's right, yeah. And uh, a movie you guys showed recently, was it recently? Uh, was The Joker. Yes, Joker. And yeah. what, when did you guys show that? Like in January. Right? New Year's Day. Yeah, New Year's yeah. Day. Yeah, yeah. So first, uh, first movie of 2020. Uh, we we uh, decided to show it on a day where everyone would be hungover. Yeah. <laughs> so to the point on psychology and by the way, Joker is an excellent film. I'm not. I don't. I haven't watched many many films to like compare it to, but like. I was just like drawn from the opening scene and just throughout. A part of it was because I could like personally identify with the whole scene and the character and everything. Right. But uh, what is uh yeah what is uh what are your thoughts on? I like. I mean, I loved the movie. I really, really loved it. Um. Um. There were. I'll just kind of just summarize quickly the two big reasons why I liked it. I won't give you a big, you know, essay. Um, but the first point is like, for me, it expands on, it expands on comic book movies, like what they can do, you know, the possibilities of a comic book movie. Um, I'm not really into comic book movies. There are a handful I like, mainly Watchmen, quite like Kick-Ass. And then I'd say Joker <clears throat> is up there with those for me. Um, it's, yeah, you're just taking the villain and showing their story, you know, and, um, and doing it in a really good way. Um, there's a lot, I mean, so many things I liked about it. And the second thing was just how relevant it is to today, like the sort of political situation, you know, and I'd say there's, you know, there's a, a, a critique of our society right now, you know, mainly the economic system, I guess. Mm. Um, and there were a lot of you know, criticisms in the movie, which I thought was spot on. And it just, like, regarding the mental illness aspect, it wasn't like, oh, here's Joker. Um, He's just, he's just insane. No, it was like, there's a story, there's context. He can't, he's a product of his environment, a product of the society, a product of all these things going wrong. And he even says explicitly um, about having a bad day but every day. <laughs> mm. So I kind of related in some ways, um, maybe not as much as you did, Aria, but um, that, you know, people have bad days, things go wrong in their lives, mm. and that maybe, you know, this has a psychological effect on you. Mm. Not everyone is going to um, don a mask and, you know, uh, <laughs> go around like killing people and doing whatever. Mm. Um, but, you know, um, these things have an effect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Um... Well, first of all, I'd just briefly like to explain uh, the reasons why we we chose that movie. Um, of course, there's there's been there had been a lot of hype around this movie from you know from months ago. Everyone's talking about it, and um, one thing we like to do is you know wherever possible, we we like to show movies that ordinarily people living here wouldn't have an opportunity to see on the big screen. Um, so you know it it was always going to be shown here. It was just just a matter of when. Joker, um, some would call it a comic book movie, uh, and I'm 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 actually a big fan of comic book movies. I I grew up reading Marvel comics as a kid, 
you know, mainly Spider-Man and X-Men comics, but of course I'm, I'm familiar with all different characters from the Marvel and DC universes, but what's really interesting to me is that it doesn't feel like a comic book movie. Uh, similarly to um, to Logan from a few years ago, it's like it's like you could you could replace that comic book character with anyone else, mm. and it would still be an excellent movie. Mm, yeah. You see, um, the character of the Joker in that movie didn't need to be Batman's nemesis. Yeah, right. it it could have been anyone else, anyone, right. and 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 similarly to, to to what Damon said, it's kind of about it, it's it's an origin story, you know. Um, villains don't become villains overnight, you know. It's it's a, it's 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 a it's a gradual process, and what what we see in this movie is is a man figuratively being punched in the face repeatedly by society, and and when when you get hit enough. You know, you, you feel the need to strike back, and uh, and I feel like this this movie did an excellent job of showing things from the perspective of a man who's just been repeatedly beaten down, uh, literally and figuratively. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's one of the things I liked about it too. As um, don't really, not, as I say, not really into your X Men and Captain Americas and so on. But um, it almost didn't feel much like a comic book movie, and no. he doesn't have any superpowers. No. He's a regular guy, and um, obviously, I recognized that that boy was, you know, going to be um, Batman um, at a later time. Um, I always thought the Batman universe, like universe, actually in Gotham City, had a lot of potential. But um, I never, I didn't even like the Christopher Nolan movies. Yeah. Um, I just thought it's so dark, it's so gritty. It's corruption. It's this. It's that. You know, and I never just thought I really reached its, you know, like it's, it's yeah, it's kind its of... potential. But with Joker, I'm just like, mm. wow, just fawning the whole way through. You know, <laughs> well, you know, like the Batman universe is quite unique because it is supposed to be dark. Yeah. You know, um, and you know, Batman doesn't have any superpowers. You know, and uh, you know, it's it's um, I, you know, I suppose I don't want to say that you know he's a, a realistic superhero. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's uh, it's very different to the the, the colorful Marvel universe, and especially yeah. what we've seen uh, from the MCU in the last ten years or so. Mm. So you know, we're gonna have uh, critics of the film for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. So Ed, our colleague Ed. So when I mentioned the joke, immediately he's like, "I hated it." Oh, <laughs> did he? Uh, yeah, I'm but he is most of But uh, shout out to say? Ed. Uh, it just kind of tore it apart to pieces. So I wonder. So from your angle, yeah, what are there are some criticisms of the okay. film? It doesn't capture the whole whole picture of mental health, does it? I guess not. Um, as for like criticism in general, yeah, there have been criticisms. Um, I you know so I read a bit about it. Um, I think so, a lot of it's unfair. Like I read in one magazine that it's ideologically confused. I think it's it's very blatant what it's saying. To be honest, it's mm. it's maybe it's not subtle really. It's it's criticizing you know the society the way it is right now you know um, just to say a bit more like this is a, a critique of capitalism neoliberal mm. capitalism our experience um, in this society he had to do humiliating work holding a sign you know to advertise something in the street like just stood there for hours on end that's you know an aspect of work today um, cuts you know, austerity, which we have in the UK and Europe, um, you know, him losing touch with his mental health counselor, 
being cut off from his medication, which was, you know, keeping him grounded, um, being fired on the spot. Like, you know, this is not something that hasn't always been that way, you know, like, um, you... like with social democracy in the UK and, and in many other countries, people have rights, you know, you can't just fire someone on the spot. Right. And then social atomization, like um, the scene on the bus where, you know, he's just being nice to the kid, mm. you know, making faces and whatever. And the woman turns around and says, stop bothering my kid or whatever. It's just people cut off, you know, and other, this yeah. is, a, again, this is, it hasn't always been like that. Um, and yeah, I'm sure um, the people like that from, you know, just people who are not friendly or whatever, but this is a. It's, it's a comment of the current time, I would say. Do, are there anyone uh, you know, close to you, or <clears throat> people you know of who um, you can see have gone through this similar journey? Um, I, I mean, I, I can't say I know anyone who's, who's um, been through similar things to, uh, to, to the character in the movie. Um, I, I do know a little bit about people who have... Um, clinical depression mm. and seasonal affective disorder um, and yeah I guess I, I'm not sure how much of, of um, the, the reality of clinical depression was reflected in the movie like, like Damon said um, it's kind of like you know like almost like a series of bad events like this happened then that happened then he lost his job and then he got beaten up and then whatever you know, um, whereas I, I think the experiences, you know, that I've had of, of, you know, talking to people who have clinical depression, it's it's a little bit different. It's not that anything particularly bad has ever happened in their lives. It's just, it's more of a kind of, um, it's just a chemical thing within the body, you know. Um, I think one of the most difficult things for people who suffer from depression is getting out of bed in the morning, mm -hmm. you know. Um, winter times are particularly difficult because it's cold and dark and they have to, um, you know, have to look at like a light box for 20 to 30 minutes a day. Um, so yeah, I, I guess, um, I don't really know people who have, you know, kind of had bad luck as much bad luck as, 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 as Arthur Fleck. Um, but, but I do know people who've, who've suffered and continue to suffer from clinical depression. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, with depression these days, it's almost normal, like for so many people. <coughs> I think of uh, some friends back home and uh, yeah, some of them suffer from depression. It's it's quite a big deal. Um, a lot of people in everyday life um, self-medicate, you know, like whether that's through eating crappy food, drinking or just, mm -hmm. you know, having addi various addictions, whatever it is, yeah. we're all trying to, you know, um, just deal with things, you know. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't really feel so much that way myself. You know, I have it really good um, with a pretty easy job um, and a lot of free time to do things, but most people don't, you know. They're working mm. minimum 40-hour week. Right. Um, some people are doing two jobs, not making enough money, and it's just stress, and it's this, and it's that. Mm. And in China, you know, people work in six-day weeks, you know, and, and so on, and it's just... Yeah, where's your time? Like, <laughs> I would probably feel depressed if I had to work six mm, days a week, nine yeah. till eleven or whatever the hours are. You know, yeah. <laughs> I feel like um, something that the film could be criticized for um, is is 
the violence, I suppose. Uh, and maybe even um, a movie like this inciting copycat behavior from people who might be a little bit unstable. Mm. And it also, it, for some people, it, it might right. it might bring up, um, you know, uncomfortable memories, should we say, uh, about, about, you know, let's say mass shootings in the U.S. You know, I, I know that we didn't really have anything like that in this movie. But, you know, it, it's I could understand some people, maybe those who are a little bit sensitive, um, criticizing the idea of uh, someone who appears to be mentally unstable, um, galvanizing um, others who are similar to, to him right. to incite violence and riots mm -hmm. on the street. And because the movie is from the perspective of Arthur Fleck, it's almost kind of um, it's almost sympathizing with that character. You know, there's there's a TV show called Dexter which um which 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 ran for about 8 seasons and and it's interesting that you know Dexter is he's he's a forensic scientist by day but he's a serial killer by night <laughs> and people some people you took issue with this show because it's always it's doing two things it's in some ways glorifying violence and it's it's um almost forcing not forcing but it's encouraging the audience to support this character who's committing murder so I, I think, you know, I can understand if some people, um, uh, you, know, you know, weren't happy about, about you know, seeing, see, you know, sympathizing uh, with, 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 with the villain, should we say? Well, Baz, maybe like instead of support, we can say understand, right? The movie, right. you know, uh, shows us, helps us understand, you know, and just shows his whole story and his... You know how he came to be the way the way he is, mm. um, and you don't need to support the actions that he does. You know, not many people <clears> will, um, but you can understand like how he got there. You know, and and yeah, show some sympathy. But it doesn't. Well, you, you know, know I doubt many people are gonna. You know, there's there's one there's there's one scene in particular. Uh, again, I don't I don't want to give away too many spoilers, but um, you know, uh, Arthur Fleck. Uh, is is uh, being you know physically assaulted and attacked by three men. Um, on the train, and uh, right, his reaction, his reaction, <laughs> is to shoot them dead. And how many members of the audience do you think? Yes, good job, good yeah. job, Arthur. Yeah, you showed those guys. You know what I mean? Almost like, almost like you wanted him to do that. Yeah. And yeah. In, in 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 a different context, you would you would never you would never suggest or never think to yourself that that was the right thing to do. You know, but but the audience has been has been put in the position where right. where almost we almost want him yeah. to incite violence, yeah. you know, to hurt or to kill those people who yeah, are attacking it's, him. It's pro pro provocative. It, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, provoking yeah. us to share the attitude and ideas of the the protesters, the people who take mm. you know put on the clown masks. We are all clowns, you know, just like we are the ninety nine percent, you know, and then hate the rich, you know, which becomes a theme of, you know, of, of an idea of the movie that, you know, the rich are... It's definitely like a, yeah, like a, 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 a rich-poor divide, which we see quite clearly, you know? Yeah, yeah. Did you have any criticisms of the movie, guys? I know we talked about it being such a great movie and what we liked. Were there any things that just didn't work for you or were, you thought were done poorly? So, so before I go into that one, okay. just the one thing you guys mentioned was yeah. sympathy and, and, and mm. having sympathy for the character. And uh, I guess I would draw the distinction between empathy and sympathy. Okay. Whereas uh, sympathy, you're agreeing 
mm. with what's occurring. Mm. Right, right. Yeah. With or without context, like there's that mm. element of agreement. Whereas empathy, you're just having empathy, putting yourself in the other person's shoes, okay. mm. and without a moral compass of your own, just kind of being there to witness. I guess. Mm. Mm. Only all that, but yeah. Yeah, it depends on the actions. Like when he got sacked, and then he smashed up like the that box. What was it? The check-in box or whatever. Like you've mm. got to check into mm. work. Mm. I mean, I would say I sympathize with that. Like checking mm-hmm. into work is. It's kind of bullshit, but you know, I mean, it's. Right. <laughs> I mean, and you know, then empathize in other situations where people yeah. are getting killed and so yeah. on. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, uh, the movie is made so that we do empathize with with the main character. Mm. You know, you are supposed to be seeing things from from his perspective, um, but but in in terms of uh, what what you asked just now about any personal criticisms mm. of the movie. Um, I mean, when it, when it comes to the whole thing about violence and glorifying violence, um, actually, I, I don't I, I don't have any objection to that in the movie because I think there's just there's a huge amount of context, you know. Um, so personally, for me, that you know the violence thing is not a problem. Um, I mean, I mean, you know, story wise, plot wise, acting wise, at, at this point, I can't really think of anything negative to say because it's just. It's an absolutely brilliant movie. It's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's engaging, and you are paying attention to everything that's going on from start to finish. Um, and a huge, a huge part of that is to do with just how incredibly talented Joaquin Phoenix is, mm-hmm. and um, and I think, I think they couldn't have chosen a better actor for this role because I think, as far as I'm aware, I think there are personal circumstances in his life which also made him almost like. A perfect fit to play the role of, of the Joker in the movie. Yeah. Oh, do you know what those circumstances are? Uh, well, his his brother died when he was uh, quite young, um, as far as I'm aware. Oh. His, bro- his brother died in um, in uh, as far as I'm aware. I think I think it was like a club owned by Johnny Depp or something called the Viper Room or the Viper or something like that. Um, but then I think he's he he might also have, have suffered from um, depression himself mm. in the past. Um, I haven't read up about it too much, but. Um, I think he was an, an excellent choice to play the character. Mm-hmm. Have you guys suffered from depression at any point? Um, I mean, you you know, you have your down days. I might have had a down few days. Um, depression, I would say, probably not actually. I'm most, you know, mostly, I'm mostly all right. I would say. Um, um yeah, I, I think I think I'm I'm sort of up and down. You know, I, I think it's. Um, Depression is one of those things. It's 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 really hard to to kind of define uh, whether you are clinically depressed or not. Now uh, you know I've known people in the past who have clinical depression. You know they've been told that by a doctor. They're on medication. Um, so I can't say that I've ever really had depression or or that I you know feel it. Uh, but but similar to Damon. Um, there were certain days where you just you, you right. feel like crap. You right. know, you don't want to get out of bed. You don't want to face this and that. Um, you feel like things are are not really going your way. Um, I have those days every once in a while, but but I'm aware that it it is it is me feeling depressed rather than me having depression. And I think there's a big difference between those two things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I agree. I I've, I've had you know depression like. Yeah, like seasonally, you know, mm-hmm. and like you said earlier, there's mornings where you wake up and there's just uh, you just don't have it in you to get up, you know, um, and it is like a chemical imbalance, you know, but it is like I feel like 
I guess the difference how I am now with if tomorrow I wake up with depression, the difference now is that I can wake up with a sense of control that I can be with this mood instead of being overtaken by it. You know what I mean? And I think that's the criticism I have for the film too, is that it's not to glorify a person's mental condition no matter what it is, because there should be an element of control of how you're feeling. Like, um, like of course, the system should always be criticized and put under question, but uh, it doesn't always justify the reaction, mm. I guess. Yeah, but I mean, that is Joker though, isn't it? That's his character. Like, because it, right. it wants to stay faithful, I guess, to, you know, the comics and whatever. I'm no That's expert, true to the character. He yeah. is, you know, politically, he's a nihilist. And he, you know, I've, I've got a quote here. Joker is one of the most evil villains due to his complete insanity. Unlike other villains, Joker doesn't have any specific motive behind his crimes and commits them for the sake of fun. Mm. So they they want to be real in the real world, but then you know they also want to stay true to oh, this character, you know this and character well, who's anarchy, nihilism, and so yeah. on. But give it's it fun. some context. <laughs> yeah, no, fun, right? <laughs> fun to watch. Actually, as as far as I'm aware, I I don't know how faithful the movie was to some of the comic book backstory. I'm not hugely knowledgeable about about the backstory of Batman and, and the Joker. But for example, you know, we saw Arthur Fleck meet Bruce Wayne, where Arthur Fleck was an adult and Bruce Wayne was a child. Mm. Um, whether this is true as a comic book, I'm not entirely sure. And the idea, well, one thing I think that I really, really liked about the, the narrative of the movie is that they almost, they suggested that the Joker and Batman could possibly be um connected uh in, in a way that um that you're just not really not expecting um so yeah it's um it, I, th I think the movie did a great job in in playing around with the narrative and the backstory and uh making it really accessible for um for casual viewers cool so we're coming down the wire on time here um, first of all, I want to thank you guys for sitting down oh, with thank me you. and having this awesome no, no worries. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's cool to have. And uh, I guess uh, open up any final thoughts, comments, um, yeah, for the listeners. And there's a question I mentioned earlier. If there's any movies you watched when you were a kid, like, is there any movie that you watched again and again when you were a kid? Um, the Karate Kid, part one, part one. That's yeah. another one of those ones where it's just like... Um, you're 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 just watching that 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 final sort of tournament fight scene scene and you know acting it, Mister Mister yeah exactly yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah with Mister Miyagi saying Danielson and then like you know that dramatic music and then he does that 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 pose at the end where you know he's gonna do that uh, that karate kick um, yeah the karate kick that's one that I watched over and over again <laughs> we had a very slim VHS collection. Uh, but fortunately, had a quite a few good ones. Terminator 2, Back to the Future 2, uh, Bloodsport. Mm. I watched those a whole load when I was a kid. Uh, great movies. I think one, yeah, one, one scene I remember, like where the tape actually got damaged because I, I rewinded or rewound uh, one of those. Re rewinded so <laughs> much. Um, is uh, the Smooth Criminal music video from the Moonwalker movie. 
And then Michael, oh, Michael okay. Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Did you try and... Uh, and oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. All of them. All of them. I even tried yeah. flipping the coin into the jukebox from like, uh, you know, like 20 meters away. <laughs> yeah, me and my cousins and my brother, we used to kind of try and host our own little fighting tournaments. They, they weren't, we weren't really fighting, but, you know, we'd pretend to be like front kicks and, you know, mm. stuff like that, just like in uh, Bloodsport and those kind of movies. Mm. <laughs> Well, again, thank you guys uh, for a fun chat. Thank you. Thanks, Arya. Cheers. Peace.